of you out there listening. I'm Andy Kahn, and thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jambase Podcast. Jambase is a partner of Osiris Media, the podcast network for music. This episode features my interview with Eric Rachmani of Revolution. We spoke recently about the band's new album, In the Moment, which is out now in your preferred listening format. It's July 1st, so we've made it halfway through 2021, and things are continuing to look positive on the live music front. Red Rocks in Colorado has been rocking lately. Widespread panic set the record for most shows at the Majestic Amphitheater near Denver, with three rainy-soaked sold-out shows last weekend. Panic paid tribute to Bloodkin's Daniel Hutchins, who died earlier this year, by playing a set entirely made up of Bloodkin covers for Sunday's first set. Panic, of course, has a long association with Bloodkin. Both bands got their starts in Athens, Georgia, and Panic has covered many of Bloodkin's songs over the years. Hutchins was close with Widespread Panic, having several times performed with the members of the band on stage and in the studio. The opening set saw Panic's debut covers of Trashy from Bloodkin's 2021 album Black Market Tango and Mercy Train to Bogart off 1996's Creeper Weed. End of the show with John Bell on mandolin was the last of the Bloodkin tributes, closing a first set for the first time. Head to Jambase to check out recaps, photos, and videos from Panic's three nights at Red Rocks. You can also find recent reports covering shows performed by Trey Anastasio, Humphreys McGee, Green Sky Bluegrass, Tedeschi Trucks, Billy Strings, Disco Biscuits, Goose, and many more. I know I've said it here before, but after the past 15 or 16 months, it still feels pretty damn good to see the return of live music, which includes the Peach Music Festival that starts tonight in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and we'll see performances by Oysterhead, String Cheese Incident, Joe Russo's Almost Dead, Dark Star Orchestra, Humphreys, and many others. That's just one of the countless festivals and tours that are happening now or in the near future. It's almost hard to believe, but I can now say that by the end of this month, Fish will be on tour again, and things will hopefully continue to return to something that resembles normal. Jambase has all of the information you need regarding your favorite bands, venues, and festivals, with thousands of new shows being added each week. Make sure your Jambase account is updated and that you're following us on social media. It's at Jambase on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and then go see some live music. One of the bands touring soon is Revolution, who will be performing in support of their new album, In The Moment, which came out earlier this month. I recently chatted over a video call with frontman and primary songwriter Eric Rachmani, who is at home in California. Eric told me about the band's process of recording the album completely remotely, with each member of the group recording themselves separately. At the time of the interview, a couple of weeks ago, Eric revealed that the band had yet to play together in the same room since the start of the pandemic, but we'll be getting together soon to rehearse for the tour. 
Eric explained the band's decision to employ guests on the album and why it's important to the band to collaborate with up-and-coming Jamaican reggae artists like Kabaki Pyramid, Kaznamdi, and Busy Signal. We also talked about Eric's time spent during last year's pandemic on the island of Guam. He got married last year and had his first child and discussed the experience of being on the island with his newly formed family. That interview will be coming right up after we hear a bit of the In The Moment opening track, Satisfied. No one's alone in this tight-knit zone You know that all are welcome, anyone We hold our own and our footprint shows That our one is worth a million And where we go, this connection grows You know we unify with everyone No competition, we got mind over matter For that reason, we already won I'm Andy, I'm here with Eric from Revolution, and we're here to talk mostly about your new record, In The Moment, which comes out this Friday, June 18th. Um, it's a terrific album. You guys recorded it last year, right? Um, during the during the COVID pandemic, correct? Correct. Yeah, it was a, a different experience. Obviously, we couldn't be together uh, because of the pandemic, so everything was done remotely, which is like a first first time for us, but challenging, but really fun. So how did you guys decide? I mean, obviously, you probably had some time on your hands like all of us did. Was that sort of the impetus for then deciding to do uh, an album remotely? Yeah, well, nobody really expected the pandemic to be this long. I think we were planning on getting together and recording live like we always do. But Mm -hmm. as things just kept on getting worse, it started becoming clear that we needed to figure out a different solution. So thankfully we live in a, an era where we have pretty good equipment to record remotely. Um, and so I was able to pretty much do most of it from home and send everything, send files uh, electronically to kind of get the, the, the work done. So when let's go back. When were the songs written for the album? Yeah, I would say, uh, well, there's a couple songs on this album that were recorded many, many years ago. We brought back to life and okay. then, but everything else was done, you know, I would say starting in, uh, you know, last January, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. So like January, 2020. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, like I said, we thought everything would kind of die down and everything would kind of come back to normal, but um, I went through a great, three to four months stretch of just pumping out creative material. I got, I think I got used to just being at home and finding that creative inspiration at home. And that was during the pandemic, right? So, so then talk to me a little bit about then the initial, did, did you go from demos to those, those basic tracks that you would ship around? Like how, what was sort of the basis for starting a song? Yeah. It usually comes from some sort of demo. Um, and then, our touring guitar player, Kyle Ahern, was a big part to this record. Uh, everything kind of went through him. He produced a lot of the songs. A couple of the instrumentals were just sent by him that I did vocals over. But any idea that I had, I sent to him and he really polished it up with his production skills. And he's a guy that kind of grew up listening to Revolution. He's, he's a lot younger than us. And uh so he knows our sound really well. He knows our live sound. And we wanted gotcha. to create an album that we could also perform live because that's really 
you know, Revolution's origin. We were a live band before recorded anything. And because we tour so much, we wanted to make sure we could, you know, perform these songs live. And so I think even though it was done electronically, uh, the files were sent electronically, Kyle really made it sound like a still have that live feel. Yeah. You know, your music is very much relies on vibe, right? And I wondered how did you make sure that you had the right vibe when you guys weren't all in the same room recording? Was that challenging? Yeah, it was definitely, definitely very challenging. Usually we write material like during our sound checks when we're on the road mm-hmm. or bouncing, bouncing ideas off each other in the bus on long drives. So <clears throat> it was very difficult. What we thought was the best idea for this album was to let each person in the band sort of be the producer for their track that they were uh, sort of like the quarterback for their, their own song. Um, and we kind of funneled everything through Kyle Ahern, who has the production skills to make that happen. So usually we get inside of a room, we produce it all ourselves. Everybody has their own little two cents. And um, this time was different and that everybody sort of took control of their own song. And did you have like band Zoom meetings during the recording process? Like what did you try and have sort of uh, meetings and, and group talk about it? Not really. You know, I during this three to four month stretch, I think I created a bunch of stuff on my own. And, um, at that point I realized it was going to be difficult for us to all get together and produce the songs that were already written. And with, at that point we realized, oh, well, this pandemic isn't slowing down. We got to put out an album. And at that point it was, you know, the other guys came in and, uh, sort of had to (laughs) revamp their home equipment. Uh, as quickly as possible and um, sort of create something, you know, within a six month period. But uh, yeah, I mean, once we realized that things weren't going to slow down, we all got to work pretty hard at home. We put in a lot of hours into this album. So I have to say we put just as much work into this album as any other album, if not more, just because Mm -hmm. of the certain circumstances. So definitely a lot went into it. And was it difficult for you when it came time for you to record your parts to kind of get into that typical mindset that you would in the studio with your bandmates when you're recording? To tell you the truth, I kind of liked it more just because, you know, I've been singing for 17 years in this band and I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing as crazy as that. It, that sounds like I'm still learning how to be a better singer and being home with nobody else around, it's actually kind of nice to do some vocal takes mm-hmm. and uh, not feel that pressure of, uh, you know, a big studio and stuff like that. So Let I really, the ego I really go. enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, that, so do you <laughs> think you may, do you think that might be your process going forward? I think so. I really enjoyed recording vocals at home. Yeah, I definitely could get in the mood. Um, and, and you said yeah. you kind of already had a setup, right? So So did you not really have to get too much into the engineering world? Yeah, not really. And that's where Kyle really helps is, is the EQing engineering and effects and all that stuff. I mean, I just have to kind of send a, a clean signal and I have enough to record guitar and um, vocals. So yeah, that's, that's that would be my advice to actually anybody that's looking to record. You don't really need a lot of stuff these days. You could, you know, obviously if you want to jam with a band and you want sort of a, you know, if you don't want, your music to be very square to a, uh, a click track. You need to be in a band, you need to be in a room with some people, but 
if you're just trying to get a clean signal, like anybody can do it from home these days with pretty, you know, uh, affordable equipment. So then when you guys were trading tracks and, and, and Kyle was putting them together, was there a lot of back and forth then? Were you, were, were you commenting and saying, Hey, I need you to change this or why don't we add subtract? Was there a lot of that sort of back and forth? Yeah. So many hours. Uh, every day was sort of like a nine to five uh, or, you know, definitely different hours than that, but um, you know, <laughs> right. just, you know, just, yeah, tons and tons and tons of work and hours spent on it. Um, but I was enjoying it. You know, I was really in, in the mood and getting creative and when you're having fun, it just, time just flies by. Definitely. And, and then you had some, so I was going to ask you two a minute ago, you were talking about your live show and when, when you write songs, are you thinking specifically about the live show when you write them? It, it, does that come into your, your mindset? It does. Absolutely. Uh, when we wrote this album, like I was saying, it, we wanted to make sure we could play it live. And I'm always thinking about being on stage, playing it in front of people uh, as I'm writing the song and, and trying to imagine you know, how <clears throat> the crowd is dancing or reacting or even my movements on stage, the way I would sing something, uh, always think about the live scenario. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to just, I don't know. Um, it seems to be a good tool for me to use, uh, just because I'm so comfortable getting on stage and performing and, and um, yeah, it's, it's cool to think about how they be played live when I'm writing. And, and I'm sure you're anxious to get back out on the road, right? Yeah, definitely. I really miss that, that energy. And, uh, yeah, the cool thing about getting on the road and performing these songs live is we throw in a lot of like transitions and stuff that you don't normally hear on the record. Mm -hmm. Um, we extend songs, we jam it out. We do like horn battles. We come up with all sorts of great ideas on the road and, uh, that's what makes our live show different than just the recorded material. Um, I think the recorded material kind of sticks to a certain format and also allows for a different experience live, which I think is great because uh, you kind of get both worlds. And you said some of the songs are older, but some of them are new. So have you played them live? Have, have, have many of the songs on the record been played live? No, none. And uh, none. most okay. of them we haven't jammed as a band at all. Uh, actually pretty much well, the two old songs that I mentioned were kind of recorded on previous sessions. One song was recorded 10 years ago on the, our third album, uh, Peace of Mind. It never made the cut, but we brought it back to life and re-recorded the vocals and that came back to life. And then there's another song called Simply Captivating that, uh, you know, I started writing this song probably about 20 years ago. And uh, it starts with this like, you know, delay delay guitar and I never could write to it. I always struggled. And, uh, when we were trying to figure out, uh, the remaining songs for in the moment, our new album, our drummers said, Hey, let's bring back that song simply captivating. And so finally we were able to, to complete it. And so that's really cool to, to see a song that's 20 years in the making. Yeah. finally make the album. It's really interesting too, that it doesn't, it blends so well with the rest of the tracks. You know, I don't think listening to the album, you'd think, oh, well, that's obviously the one that's two <laughs> decades old and the other ones are six months old, you know? Uh, that's, right. that's an interesting uh, evolution in your songwriting. I find it amazing how the 
flash of a sound that satisfies To watch the time go by Though it's far from excitement A toast to the night Just watch the time go by In amazement Simply captivating so the, the record's called In the Moment um, Did did you use that as like a theme when you were thinking about the songs that you were writing? Was there an overall th kind of idea of a theme for the record? There really wasn't. And when I was done, I was looking back at all the songs and I noticed a lot of them had to do with time. And some songs, I'm under the perception that I have a lot of time in life and to be patient. And other songs, you know, life is short and you don't have a lot of time. And so I think mm -hmm. I realized that when talking to people, you're sometimes getting different advice with time, you know, whether we have too much time, a lot of time or not enough time. And so which one is it? And I think there's two, more than two ways of looking at it of, of at time, but uh, I just noticed this theme of time happening. And I think I realized no matter what to be present in the moment was the correct title for this album to embrace every moment for what it is um, really live in the moment. And I think that really kind of, no matter way, which way you're looking at time, that seems like the right message to get across. When did you come up with the title? Uh, was it early on in the process? Was it after you recorded? Yeah, it was way after it was after all the songs were done. Um, and I told the guys, I said, Hey, like a lot of this, the lyrics have to do with time. I didn't plan it that way. This wasn't like a concept album or anything like sure. that. And but there's definitely that theme we, that you that permeates through, definitely. Yeah, and that's why the we were trying to find an image for the cover uh, that sort of represented time. That's why we, where we came up with the hourglass. Gotcha. Yeah, it's 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 cool artwork for sure. And what about the the guests on the record? How did you first of all, like, kind of just in a general concept, how do you decide when a song needs a guest, and 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 how does that process then kind of evolve into actually having somebody who's not in the band appear on a song? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Uh, <clears throat> well, as far as Duran Jones, you know, he's a R&B soul funk uh, singer and saxophone player from Duran Jones and the Indications. And we toured with them a couple of years back and okay. had su such a great, great tour together. Uh, yeah, we always talked great. about, yeah, always talked about collaborating and, you know, he said he'd be into it. And uh, we sent him the song that had a more kind of, uh, I don't know, I just want to say like jazzy kind of progression mm -hmm. that changed a bunch. And I, we just felt like we could hear his voice on it. And, you know, when that guy sings, it's just like he commands your attention. I think it's really yes. cool. And coming from my voice to his voice, two completely different uh, sounds, but somehow it comes together in, in a great way. Pretend that I 
And then the other guys, you know, for us, it's really, okay, a couple of things. It's really important for us to collaborate and showcase Jamaican artists, you know, yes. revolution. We like to mix it up. We, we throw in a lot of different genres of music, but reggae is a huge part to our sound. And a lot of the times, right. You know, revolution gets put on reggae festivals. We get associated in like the reggae category, which is amazing. And we're super honored. But it's really important as we get bigger to showcase what reggae music is out of Jamaica. And that's, yep. you know, touring with some of the legendary artists from Jamaica and also collaborating and then showcasing some of the newer uh, reggae music from Jamaica. And, you know, I consider Busy Signal, Kesnambi and uh, uh, Kabaka Pyramid, some of the newer, you know, artists out of Jamaica. Um, at least in the grand scheme of reggae music. Right. So yeah. So for that reason, it's really important. Plus I'm a huge fan of those guys. I follow them. I follow a lot of the music from Jamaica and just knowing that they want to collaborate with revolution, whether that's on an album or touring with us. Um, super. Um, just, just super honored that they want to be a part of that. Um, and then, you know, yeah, for like busy signal song, you know, I hear busy signal do, dance hall roots and i hear him do hip-hop as well and that one has a hip-hop feel we just felt like he was mm -hmm. the right guy for that um because namdi such a great lyricist we felt like places unknown was a great kind of uh great song for him and then who's the other artist kabaka pyramid yeah kabaka pyramid's another sort of dance hall reggae and hip-hop um, guy that we felt like 2020 vision just had that edginess to it that he'd be perfect on. And it was, yeah, it's just a great experience. I'm super honored. Those guys want to collaborate with us. It means the world to us. And tell me about how they then added their parts. Was it, were they brought in early on in the process? Was, was it sort of a completed track that they got to her here? How, how did they kind of integrate into the, into the recording process? Yeah, they were pretty completed at that point. We just kind of left some space open for them. Um, when Busy Signal did his verse, though, he laid down a bunch of really great stuff before and after his verse that we sort of um, rearranged the song and it just came out better. And that's just the great thing about collaboration. You never know where it'll take you. What one vocal part might do to the song all of a sudden becomes this new animal. So we we just love collaborating whether live or on record rise before the sunshine keep your eyes on the focus on the goals right now won't stop till I get mine ain't no stopping no side tracking yo I'm on the go hey all are nothing to the kid they have to in lace on my boot Shirt they have a button Not no try, not no done So make sure put the work in One door closes and let that one open Follow me with that style I like a fire me a blaze for you All I know to keep the positive ways Stepping out on the road Try to protect the days for you Go for what you want to achieve You don't be afraid Whenever them think me done The thing just begun You can't weaken at the street You know I'm hand for strong I'm from the streets of California To Amsterdam And I read that uh, during this past year, you also got married and had your first child, a new uh, son, yeah. correct? Well, congratulations yeah. on both regards. That's pretty exciting stuff. How did, how did that life change, those life changing events affect you as a musician? And, and can you, can you hear that on the record? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love writing love songs, you know, 
you know, in all and on all genres of music, love songs just always are are fun to listen to. I mean, for instance, in reggae, Gregory Isaacs has just so many great love songs, and they yeah. they never get old to me. And so, uh, those are always fun to write. But then also having a kid and just seeing it, it sort of brings time into perspective a little bit as I For get sure. older and witnessing a young life. And, um, it just, uh, yeah, it's been the most incredible thing, just raising a baby boy during this time. And certainly very inspiring because I have been writing about time and, and how fast it goes and, and also thinking about from my son's perspective now. So it's, uh, I think it ended up being inspiring, you know, uh, without consciously knowing it was, you know, it was mm-hmm. so. And and I also read that part of the part of your pandemic was spent on Guam. Yeah, uh, and, and is it correct? That's where your your wife is from. Correct. Yeah. So so had you been there before? Yeah, we played there a few times. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, and one of the most memorable shows to date was the first time we went there over ten years ago. Oh, wow. And uh, at the time, we only had like, boy, one. Not even a, I think we just had a demo album now. Our, our EP was out. I don't think we've been out mm-hmm. a full length album, but the song Safe and Sound was like this big radio hit on the islands. You know, and the island only has like 160,000, yeah, 160,000 people. So uh, such a great experience traveling that far and playing the show. And then we went a couple more times and never thought that I would uh, end up living there for for a long period of time or, or meeting somebody to, to to start a life with, but it's just, yeah, such a cool, cool thing that happened. And what was that experience like during being there during the pandemic? I mean, islands are isolating in the, as in and of themselves was, did it, did, did you feel more isolated? Did it feel less isolating because you're already on an Island? Yeah, it definitely felt more isolating. I mean, I was living in a, a Southern part of Guam, which is even more isolated than the rest of the Island. And then okay. we throw in the pandemic and, uh, but you know, but because we had a baby boy, it, it felt like, I don't know, man, it was almost like good timing. Um, just kind of locking down and just being, uh, with the family and certainly just being on the Island. Uh, I think a lot of the songs, I was listening to a lot of uh, lovers rock and hearing a lot of Island slow tempo root stuff. And you can definitely hear that on the album, including, uh, you know, I didn't have my guitar with me a lot of the time and and I had to pick up a ukulele and even got to Mm -hmm. showcase my minimal ukulele skills on the album. So were you you recording demos and stuff when you were on the album? Was was part, was it written there? Was some of it written there? Yeah. A few songs were written on Guam and, um, I did minimal recording. I didn't have all my equipment, but definitely the demo mm-hmm. phases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then once and, I got back to California, I was able to kind of record them for real and, and do real vocal takes and stuff. So I was going to ask, you are now back in California? Yeah, in Santa Barbara, which is uh, where the band started. And has, has the band been able to get together? I, I, it sounded like maybe you haven't yet, right? No, we got together to, to film a music video for... Um, the song all or nothing with busy signal. Okay. Uh, and it was a trip cause we hadn't seen each other for a year and a half. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just got together a little more than a month ago and that was the first time we'd seen each other. But, you know, after like 10, 15 minutes, it's like no time had passed, you know, we, we've sure. been, we've, we've seen each other so, 
so much the last 17 years that uh, there's a good brotherhood. So you were shooting the video where you, did you play? Did you, did you have your instruments and, and jam? I just had my acoustic guitar for the filming, but there was, oh, wow. yeah, we didn't get to jam together. So you guys that still, was really fun. but you still haven't played together then? Still haven't. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to rehearse um, before the summer tour. We'll, we'll spend many, many days just getting our chops back up and, and, uh, but I'm sure it'll come together quickly. And you have the, the good vibe summer tours coming up in August and it's going to run through October. You got Steel Pulse, The Green, Kaznamdi, DJ Mackle. Uh, how did you guys pick the, the bands that are touring with you? I know, you know, one of them's on the record. That's obvious. Um, yeah. How, how, do, you, do you guys have a lot of say in that type of stuff? Yeah, we have all the say. We, we, we uh, are very hands on with mm-hmm. uh, asking bands to tour with us. And Steel Pulse is a band that's always supported Revolution. I remember we were at an, we played a Steel Pulse after party in Hawaii back in, I don't know, 08 or 09. And they, Steel Pulse came to the after party. They jumped on stage with us. They've always uh, said hello when we play festivals yeah. together. So this is really a dream come true, getting to share the stage with those guys. I mean, a band that has in, influenced and inspired us, you know, getting to tour with them is un, unbelievable. And then, um, the green are friends from Hawaii. We've toured with them before. Yeah. We try to mix it up from the previous couple tours. So, um, but uh, sometimes you just have so much fun with your, you know, the bands you're friends with that you got to bring them back. And then yeah. Kaznamdi is a, an artist that we really respect, and obviously he's on the album, and we really wanted to to perform with him. So excited for that one too. And and I I assume maybe then we can expect some collaborations. Oh from yeah, the, definitely, from everybody. definitely. Absolutely. We, we always, uh, try to do a, a brodeo is what, uh, that's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so think I've heard yeah. that before. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Um, and so you guys, you know, is there anything else, uh, that, that, uh, you, our listeners should hear that's coming from you guys this year? It seems like you guys usually have a lot of fun things planned. I know it's, I know the pandemic's maybe getting still keeping things, uh, toned down a little bit, but uh yeah any any other thing any other exciting things coming we're just um we're just pumped to get back on stage and and uh you know just feel that energy with all the listeners and jam out to uh i really miss just uh performing uh just playing guitar and uh i think i think the fans are going to be really really excited to hear some of the new material and uh especially here at live it's gonna be it's gonna be great well yeah we should we definitely want everybody to go see you guys when when they come near you or far wherever it may be um definitely check out the new record in the moment when it lands i think june 18th um but regardless wherever you get your good music check it out and check out revolution this summer and eric thanks so much for talking to me today man hey thank you so so much really appreciate it All right. Take care. Safe travels out there. All right. All right. Cheers. Change.
the end of this episode of the Jam Bass Podcast. Thanks to Eric for taking the time to talk with me and be sure to check out the new Revolution album, In The Moment, wherever you get your music. Thanks to Jake Alexander for helping produce the episode. We'll be back soon. So in the meantime, be safe out there and go see live music.